0: Ladies and
1: gentlemen, we are back. This is UFC Afterbuzz. Welcome everybody. My name is Chris Kloss. I am joined by Wayne Gretzky. No, George Zuma <laughs> is next to me. George Zuma. Uh-oh, George George, George, George Hermosa, I believe. Uh, the beautiful Daria Bernardo here, MMA star in her own right. Our Not expert, yet. aficionado, extraordinaire, hey, Santa. Mr. J. Tan. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a present coming up for you later. I don't know. <laughs> I am joined here with them. We are just fresh off the heels of UFC 174 last night, live on pay-per-view from Vancouver, British Columbia, uh, from the Rogers Arena, sold out. But before we get into that... We are joined in the studio with our two very special guests. UFC, soon to be UFC fighter, Brian Otega, and fighter and owner of System TC down in, is it Hawthorne? Hawthorne,
2: California? Yes, and Grace Uh Bahein.
1: Marcus Cowell. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the show.
3: Welcome.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, hey, really quick, let's talk about UFC 174. We just saw it uh, back in the... uh, Palacio uh, confines of our beautiful <laughs> studio and uh, it, first let's uh, talk about OSP uh, this was the only bout the only fight that did not go the distance last of night. Of the main fight card Yeah, that's right, of the main fight card. Defeating Ryan Jimmo and that was by verbal submission with the Kimura uh, round two, two minutes and ten seconds ago. Yeah. Uh, really injuring the arm there, we'll talk about that. Andre Arlovski defeating Brendan Schaub of course, three rounds going the distance. Ryan Bader defeating Rafael Cavalcante. And then Rory McDonald defeating Tyrone Woodley. And I want to talk about the ending of the match, those punches we saw, just really uh, going at it. Mm-hmm. And then the main event, it was Demetrius Johnson in, of course, five rounds, defeating Ali Baga Utinov.
4: Well, I, I think I finally got that name. Hold on. Uh, Johnson? Nice,
1: well
5: done. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: well played. John, we're working John. on that last name because I know
4: people were having a hard time pronouncing the last name of uh right. of the, the main fighter, the John- main. No, 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 no,
1: no. We were talking about the other name.
3: Hey,
1: all right, go ahead.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i so Okay, trying to pull a so, fast one. I see. I,
4: I went one way and the other way. Yeah, I just comedy one on one. You guys are slick over there. Oh, the I pet. saw okay. that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Okay, we're going to talk about some MMA news that happened this week. Uh, You want to start us off with Anderson yeah.
4: Silva drama? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, some of the – well, not so much drama, just kind of talking about how some everybody – It's always drama. Yeah, I mean, he got hurt back in December in a fight and a brutal, brutal injury. Um, I mean, the big – he's always been saying he wants to fight at the beginning of the next year, 2015, but I guess Nick Diaz is a big uh, a name thrown out there as far as uh, fighting Anderson Silva sometime soon, hopefully, and then uh, Nick Diaz calling him out, calling him out on his coaches – uh, pretty much Dana White saying there's really no reason for, for why this fight shouldn't happen so I really think it should I'm really excited Yeah, Dana does.
3: White quote unquote said I would be dumb if I didn't let the two of them fight so mm. uh, it's not so much that he's making this fight but he said if they both want it why don't you let them fight each other
5: well it starts really with uh, um, obviously giving the fans what they want um, that a large part is uh, is what drives the UFC in terms of their matchmaking, mm-hmm. and uh, you've got two stars there: Nick Diaz and Anderson Silva, both of whom have been uh, out of the spotlight of the UFC for at least a minute, mm-hmm. maybe longer, depending on how you want to count it. Um, the interesting part, though, is that these are uh, Nick is fighting at uh, is is at welterweight; he's been fighting most of his career at welterweight, right. wow. and uh, Anderson, of course, being the former middleweight champion. Um, Fighting occasionally at light heavyweight, yeah, light heavyweight. so it's still yeah, a exactly. bigger guy, much yeah. bigger guy than Nick Diaz, yeah, but it's, it's a match that would probably have to uh, Nick would have to go up for. Yeah, yeah
3: um, Dana White said that he was worried about Anderson Silva coming down any further. Exactly. It uh, that yeah. way.
4: But, I, th- uh, I think it's a good matchup. I mean, you got Nick Diaz, a, a great stand-up guy, you know, great boxer. <laughs> Silva, known for his stand-up, I mean, one of the best striking in the entire world ever. And I mean, I think it's a good matchup. A guy like Nick Diaz or Nick Diaz. Doesn't get finished. I don't think he's ever been finished in a fight. Both against. guys are
5: super competitive, uh, I think, to the casual fan. Uh, uh, lesser known, their ground game. That's super competitive and, and scrappy right. down there. Anderson Silva, uh, we have we talked about earlier, gets taken down by wrestlers. That is a little bit of his Achilles heel is the popular mm-hmm. thought. But wow. that said, also handles himself fine on the ground. You know, he submitted Travis Luter. He submitted uh, Dan Henderson, well, uh, Chael, of course. I
3: think we have someone in the studio that may train with him.
5: George? Oh. Yeah.
3: Brian Ortega over there on the couch uh, Mm -hmm. trains at Black House MMA with Anderson Silva. Uh, Do you want to talk about his road to recovery and what that fight would be like? Late late, late
6: he's been at, uh, he opened up his own place called Muay Thai Colleges in Torrance. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I've been been going and working out over there. pretty much three, four times a week. So awesome.
5: how's he looking? I mean you, we've he's seen the videos, good. yeah? Yeah. We've seen first, all these videos online about, you know, seeing little short clips and stuff, but you see in the gym, you well, know Well that's why I, I see the guys clips. recording those yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
6: so no I mean he's he's working out good man, you know. Mm-hmm. He's um he's staying in shape, he's working out I see him every time I go to the gym. He's always there. So
5: is it sparring or mostly just bag work it's now? Only bag everything. work and mitt work and just yeah. cardio.
6: You know, just staying in shape. Okay, but I don't think he's doing too too crazy you know things. But not much on the ground yet. Um, I see him not too much on the ground yet. Yeah, I just see him kicking. You know, he's starting to kick now. With oh, the good head. with the bad leg. Yeah. Okay. yeah, so he's kicking, hitting the mitts, and everything. And I mean,
3: so we can know, expect a fully recovered Anderson. I would
5: hope so. Yeah, that's th- this. That's one of those matches. You know when. We were talking earlier about mm-hmm. uh, super fights you know and and when they happen. Mm-hmm. This is probably one of the biggest uh, pay per view possibilities uh, for the u f c if mm-hmm. they can bring it together it's it 's a huge one. Uh, mm-hmm. Both guys are very popular, known very well among the casual fans and it 's a combination of two guys. Uh, really? That we know. I don't think we ever would have thought uh, to come together in a right. match, and that's what's so imaginative and fun about it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a no-brainer. If it can be done, then I'm sure everybody will will make it
1: happen. Yeah,
3: I'm sure. I mean, you're a matchmaker. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. a matchmaker's dream to get this fight together. I'd love to have it on like. my card if ah, they were amateurs.
1: <laughs> this answers your question. Then maybe you what, were asking what? earlier about. How do we get that crowd reaction? you were watching the Kings game. I was,
3: I was bartending Kings for the winning. Kings game, and
4: this is
1: one of the fans. I she guess. threw my
4: scarf down. I threw know. your
3: scarf down because I am <laughs> and, sick. And, and of maybe Kings this fans. is that
1: answer that you were looking <laughs> well, for. Well, yeah.
3: What I said was that when I was bartending and the, and the Kings won, I literally I think I went deaf for a couple yeah, minutes while yeah. the fans were screaming. I said, "How do we get that out of a UFC fight?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, "You know, you're right. The answer may be the Anderson Silva. This could be it. Yeah, Nick that Diaz would be a,
5: a huge one for 2015. Yeah, that could definitely That's for sure. be yeah.
3: the winner."
6: I pay to watch that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Hell yeah! How yeah. true sure you <laughs> You'd be in the corner.
6: <laughs> if
2: you go watch the UFC outside in the US, you get that. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. UFC in Sweden, you know, with Alexander Gustafsson. Uh, uh, that was a sellout within the arena in Stockholm, right. Right, mm-hmm. where our hockey team plays, uh, or their hockey team. I'm not from Stockholm, and uh, it, it's so loud, and and the chanting is something you don't hear over here. And they say the mm. same thing when they were in Britain as well. You know, it's just the think European. Fans are a bit more passionate about it. It's right. Just, yeah. South America, think- too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Brazil. Unbelievable. Oh, you see, they're the having Brazilians problems insane, with the yeah. commentators down there because they can't hear yeah. themselves. Uh, that's mm.
5: right. <laughs> a big part of it, too, is like you said, when the UFC goes to new territories or ones that they don't go to very often, and yeah. they've got that hometown guy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and I think to a national level, even. We saw this with uh, Rory. Although, granted, he was from Western Canada, but if you you've got the UFC going to a foreign country and you've got a national star there, then Mm -hmm. the crowd is going to go crazy for that guy and support
2: him. Um, We were in Toronto for UFC when Jose Aldo fought... um, Hominick? Hominick, yeah. Mark Hominick. Very good. And then (laughs) when he came out to I'm Coming Home... I think it's music mm. it Kanye West I'm so bad with hip-hop music Kanye West <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know when it comes out to that song and like the whole 55,000 people and yeah. then in the fifth round he's taking a whooping for four and a half rounds and he turns it around on the ground that was the yep. same thing that was that moment where you really? know, I think that would top the, the LA mm. Kings <laughs>
3: <laughs> See, oh. I would like to be working in a bar that shows the UFC and I hear that chant it would be so motivating for you me you work be at be the true. wrong bar I do <laughs> we don't even show the fights
5: what if they're what if they're watching talk this to the show? Manager. What's up? What if they're watching this show and they just heard you say that? Fire
4: me, oh. bitches! Well, next topic.
5: Uh. Shots fired.
0: <laughs> we'll Love be you seeing. All. We'll be seeing a lot
5: more of Daria here. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be hosting after Buzz for I'll the next six hours, coverage.
3: Monday through Friday. Yeah, I, I surely would. Um, but what about Chael Sonnen? I mean, the what
4: about thing. Chael Sonnen? I Did mean, I, I, I think that was the big news of the week. I mean, yeah, him yeah. failing the the. No, let's get it twisted. Uh, let's, let's, not not get get it. It. let's not get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> and then get it twisted. But a lot of people think that he, what he did, was illegal. It's not illegal. He's not taking illegal substances. He's taking banned substances. B- banned substances. Well, that's
5: illegal by the yeah. by the mandate. But what I mean, he's, to not, gonna, he's not gonna he's not gonna go to jail hey,
4: for
3: it no, it's just something. No. no, we're not talking about uh, that MMA then. fighter jail. Yeah, let's step we'll back
5: a second and and, and fill out the uh, 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 fill out the story. Uh, Chael Sonnen and Vanderly Silva were scheduled to mm-hmm. fight on July fifth, I believe yeah. it was, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Vanderly Silva refused to take uh, refused to register with the Nevada State Athletic Commission. Also, when they uh, somebody showed up from the State Athletic Commission to his gym uh, to take uh, a drug test. Um, I don't know which, how you want to <laughs> categorize it he basically Chell said he ran freaked out. yeah freaked out, right. got in his car, pretended like he didn't speak English or understand what was going on, and you know ran mm-hmm. proverbially if not literally, and that basically uh you know um qualified as uh as almost a positive as a positive in the right. states uh in the 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 eyes of the Nevada State Athletic Commission. So that happened. And, of course, Chael, who had been trash-talking Vanderlei and said publicly, I don't really expect the fight to actually happen,
3: mm-hmm. Vanderlei mm-hmm. is going
5: to pull out for one reason or another. And mind you, um, if you guys go on Fight Pass, uh, this whole thing was based around Chael versus Vanderlei as uh, Ultimate Fighter Th- Brazil Season mm-hmm. 3. So there's been a two-and-a-half, three-month buildup on Brazilian TV and Fight Pass um, building up to this whole thing, and now kaput. You know the match falls apart. That was last week. Jump ahead this week. Now well,
4: Chael was scheduled to face Vitor. Then yeah, it was a quick Vitor switcheroo. Belfort.
5: Vitor Belfort stepped up and was willing to fight Chael. And then all of a sudden this week, Chael tests positive for two substances. which He tests
4: positive for two. He said he took three. I mean, was, I mean yeah, he admitted
5: he, to a third one. as well. He's been doing
4: a lot of interviews. I mean, he said he didn't deny anything. Um, I, I like Chael. He's a good personality. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you dislike him and then you, when he says something, you're like, Oh, I kind of like the guy. Cause yeah. he was saying how pretty much he's going to retire because he'd rather be a father than a fighter. Like, how do you sit there and like, you know, Oh my God, what did you do? It's bad. It's like,
5: well, this is, that's the other part of the yeah, puzzle yeah. is that what he tested for were, um, I butchered the names. Unfortunately, I don't have them in front <laughs> of me, but they were essentially estrogen blockers. Um, in February this year, when the Nevada State Athletic Mission put an all out ban on uh, testosterone replacement therapy, TRT, um, including giving uh, exemptions to certain fighters who medically needed it just to to compete and stay at a certain Mm -hmm. level. Uh, When that got banned in February then, um, it it was just a flat-out ban, and – I'd need to check my chronology to be sure, but I believe that Chael versus Vanderlay was already a, a match, and a tough uh, tough three Brazil was already kind of underway, you know, and that was what they were going for, uh, the UFC, that is. So, um, point being that Chael came out and said, "Yes, I've been on these substances. They're estrogen blockers, and what he's been trying to do is to kind of rehab his own system and kickstart hmm. his uh, um, his testosterone oh. factory, as, as I called it." Right. And uh yeah, to his Marcus. to his
2: defense, uh, to come off T.R.T. you actually have to do that because yeah. otherwise you and risking, that's the point, yeah. You're risking, you know, your health. You know, it's been a lot of now. You hear the radio ad- advertisement for these T.R.T. clinics. Got low T? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the problem with it is if you come off, it's been a lot of heart attacks and other yeah. diseases yeah. Uh, related to it.
5: Yeah, the situation wasn't really handled the best. Like looking back and in general, the state athletic commission probably should have. Uh, take in certain cases like Chael or possibly Dan Henderson, Vitor. Yeah. Vitor, for example, yeah. he's somebody that had to uh, withdraw from his fight against uh, Leota, was Weidman. Uh, well, Weidman. He was supposed to fight yeah. for the title. Right, yeah. Come. Because he couldn't get off TRT fast enough healthy. You've got to kind of uh, either wean yourself off or use these other right. uh, estrogen blockers to get your own system back up and running again. Right. During all of this time, Chael is, as he's said, you know, recently uh, married, trying to start a family with his, mm-hmm. uh, with his wife, and and there were problems. So that's uh, you know that's Chael's side mm-hmm. of the story in the, the well, bigger you heard picture.
3: Chael said at the end, he was like, "Well, there's just too many can dos, can't dos. Mm-hmm. I can't even keep track of what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do." Right. So yeah. I mean, it's like, where are they going to get the laws to a yeah. point where it's like understandable for all these fighters to yeah. manage?
5: The whole thing is uh, was a bit of a mess, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, going forward. I think there will, hopefully there will be more case-by-case basis of people, need, as if they're on TRT, getting right. off and uh, eventually you know, getting their bodies uh, back to normal where we can just Speaking move past all of this. Speaking of
3: getting bodies back to normal, Maria Manunos came out I with a new it. book.
5: I was just Let's talk about it. bodies.
3: Yeah, yeah. And this mm-hmm. has
5: nothing to do with TRT. Trust me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is Oh Natural. Maria Menounos came out with a new book two weeks ago, The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. You can get it on Amazon in bookstores mm-hmm. near you. Check Looks it great. Out. A lot of uh, good common yeah. sense in there. I, I read. I actually read it. Yeah. Yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, I skimmed. Skim okay. it. Okay. Yeah.
2: So, Diana, Let me ask you. It says to a woman's guy. What's the difference in the diet between a woman and a, for, for a man? Well, a man eats. A man would eat
1: a food, and then a woman would eat food. <laughs> 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 in well, that order, in with, the Stone Ages, that women is. Women
3: carry more fat than men in certain ways. And uh, you know, you're the fitness guy. Why don't you tell me, Marcus?
2: so you need more fat. You need to have more fat on your body. Oh, For men or women? Women. Yeah, women's average was healthy is about 20%. Men can go down to under 10%. So, so I was right. Seven. Women
3: carry more fat. Yes. Because right. And they need pregnant. to. Or they need to. They need to. Oh, that's, why, that's why they're cold
2: child. at night.
1: Like yeah. my, my girlfriend would tur- turn down the AC. I'm turning it up. She's turning yes. it down. Or it could that's be menopause.
3: Right? How old is your woman? You It'll just broke metabolic. all these women's oh, no, hearts watching.
5: A... Another conversation we're not going to have here.
3: Anyway. So, hey, but, I
5: think some matches happened last night, too, by the way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, let's talk about USC 174, because I'm kind of excited to talk about...
1: Yeah. Hey, you wanted the AC off in that trailer, by the way. Oh, <laughs> you, I was freezing. You were wearing a scarf. <laughs> I
3: was freezing. I was wearing his scarf. Are you menopausing? Like Are you menopausing? <laughs> I, might be getting there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> me, too. <laughs> right, oh. So, there were fights last night. Yeah. Um, just briefly, Ovis... I always put to Saint this. Ovin St. Peru. Defeating Ryan Jimmo, verbal submission. So I mean, most people tap out. A lot of people don't realize that. Even if you say "ow," that's considered a verbal submission.
5: <laughs> well, I don't know about well, "ow" I per se, but, ow, but there, Yeah, Joe. Joe brought up why. He, you know, he, he was saying uh, in that bad position, my arm is broken. My arm is broken, and, as opposed to saying verbal tap. Yeah, or I would say "ow." Tap that. tap. Yeah. you would say, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Yes, Yeah. Yeesh. I'm not saying I wouldn't say "ow." That's for sure. <laughs> well, I did. when had I broke mine.
3: Big John on a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He talked about the look in the fighter's eyes. He knows they're done. So I, whether yeah. it's an owl, whether it's my arms effing broken, whether it's tap—I yeah. mean, he knows when to stop a fight. Yeah. These guys are. But Jimmo
5: was he was was facing down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, my arm is broken. Yeah. Probably, yeah. He's, I would stop the he match. Kept at that going point.
1: a little bit afterward too.
5: Yeah, you you yeah. Uh, Ovin said, because yeah. because the referee didn't stop the match there yeah. uh, until finally uh, you wrenched o- OSP wrenched the arm and uh, mm-hmm. and there was a tap. Yeah. Jimmo tapped the mat.
3: Joe Rogan goes, "What do you call this?" He goes, "I guess a chicken wing." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I know Evans
2: personally, and he, you know he's uh he used to play football down in Tennessee, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's a, he's an animal. Like he would do really? things that no one else would consider it a submission. I get a proper jiu jitsu submission, but he's just so freakishly strong that really, Oh, it, uh, it's insane. And like oh, Phil I mean, Davis Gamora, and
5: John Jones, he didn't start yeah.
2: doing martial arts like properly trained until he was done with college.
5: Oh, wow. Mm, okay. Like yeah.
2: properly, like looking at yeah. being a fighter. That's the thing. Yeah. Though,
5: a lot of these guys now this in the second or third or whatever this new generation of MMA fighters is, it includes these college athletes mm-hmm. that maybe they don't have anything else to do after. Football guys or wrestlers. Kenny what do I Florian, do? soccer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do I do after college? You know, I still want to be an athlete. Mm-hmm. There's now MMA. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. the case with him and many We're other football guys. A
3: teacher. I mean, you have, you have <laughs> guys yeah. from all walks of life yeah. coming into the MMA now. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool, though. It makes for the diverse setting that we have. We had the guys that started out as wrestlers. You have the Swedish kickboxers. I mean, there's just so many of them now. <laughs> well,
1: can I uh, – I want to pitch it to our guests here. Speaking of all different kinds of sports, I want to ask you guys – a lot of people have been asking, what the hell is BBS? Yeah. <laughs> what is black belt surfing we are in should southern I do the Superman oh. Form? Oh. yeah there you go all right is get that shot jujitsu <laughs> surf now we wanted to talk about it a little bit but i think we should just let them yeah you know explain this because you don't hear this every day we are in southern california but what in the world is is black belt surfing is it what i'm understanding you're kind of combining somehow it's the world com- of martial arts and it's a and combination
6: of, of worlds exactly okay. and, and for us and for my the developers were my coach and myself and his and his brother's nephew they surf, and they fought their whole life, and then I, I fought my whole life, and I wasn't introduced to surfing too well till I got punished by the ocean, and then I finally <laughs> um, had my respect for Mother Nature, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And then it was just something that we just kept doing, and, and that was our lifestyle. It was train, surf, eat, shoot, wow. a positive lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it just clicked one day. Horian was talking to him at the beach mm-hmm. where we surf at Breakwall okay Redondo Beach yep. and they were talking and Horian and my coach were talking and he said you guys are the black belt of surfing
5: hmm
6: wow is that because my, of
5: your, your jits level or no my coach my good? coach I mean I'm, yeah. I'm
6: still blue belt you know okay. so <laughs> yeah. but, um, so Horian Gracie Gave them the black belt in Ho- surfing? Horian told them because Horian's been really? training jiu-jitsu his whole life and so my coach has
1: been surfing his whole life. So you got a black belt in surfing before you did an MMA or Pretty before much. martial arts. <laughs>
6: yep. Wow. And
1: you started martial arts first before. Yeah. So well, I, so- I
6: still haven't had my black belt in surfing. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm still, I would say getting to purple.
3: Did they create a system for that, for the surfing?
6: No, no, uh, they just be cool. I guess it's just how big the waves you go on, you know? Okay, yeah. so
3: it is a little competitive when you guys go out there. Um, is, is well, it more... the
6: break wall is more, it's mostly learned by the, the Lurson family, okay. which is my, my coach's family, you know? Okay. They, they, they're the main locals there. It's nine brothers. Wow.
3: Think about nope. nine
6: brothers that are all at least 5'11 or 6 feet, and they all can bench three to four plates. Mm. Oh, my God. And they all know how to box. wow Wow. so that's a kind of scary crowd to mess with you know but they're super humble though you know as long as you keep you follow the rules and everything's cool like they're the nicest people ever you know how did
3: you get mixed in with these surfers like how did this happen
6: i got initiated by them
3: really (laughs) oh here's
6: gonna be a story yeah Yeah, no here we go what does does that that mean initiation Initiation means um i met my coach right about five six years ago and um we were just I didn't really know him We are going to do a film On, on some jujitsu stuff he was, he was filming some stuff You know Because he already had the idea Of fighting and surfing But mm-hmm. he didn't have the right name for it So <laughs> I did this this thing with Mike Safai Yeah Mike nice. Safai, myself Absolutely. He brought me over there I was doing some flying triangles On the mat In the garage and everything And they said Hey kid, I like you Let's go Come box with me the next Tomorrow I said Yeah, let's do it And he thought I was You know I was, I was BSing him Like I'm not going to show up 10 A.M. the next day, I was right there. Boom, <laughs> showed up at his house. We went to this place called Favela Boxing Gym in Carson. Oh wow! And uh, I literally fought him, his brother, his brother, and his other brother. <laughs> so I got wow. it was me against one brother. Boom, got beat up. Next brother got beat up. Next brother got We're beat like up. The short Next tank. brother got beat yeah. up. Yeah. And then after I, after I, you know my boxing wasn't that great at age 18 to compare these guys, and he liked me ever since. He goes, "You got to work on your boxing. You got this." Gracie kind of hands out Marx. <laughs> you know, it's not going to cut it, you know? So ever since then, we've, uh, we kind of clicked, you know, and then mm-hmm. me and him have been inseparable, you know, just wow. been going everywhere and he's chopping up my hands. And now, you know, we're going to do our first fight in the, in the UFC. Amazing. You still train that with uh, awesome. Fabella? Um, not too much, you know, no. because, I get beat up there. Too bad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too those old those school. Those are pro boxers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro boxers don't play, man. Once you lace them up, yeah. It's, yeah you, you know what I'm talking about. I live in Mexico as well, and they t- full out sparring three
2: days a week. And especially if an MMA fighter, they really want to put it on yeah. the exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: they
6: know Box. you suck.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and UFC now, I mean, you need yeah. the face to sell the skills now, so you got to yeah. keep the, <laughs> that surfer hair and surfer hair, right? <laughs> the, <laughs> the surfer hair, the surfer look, the black belt yeah. surfing style
5: yeah let's talk a little bit about your background um for those that, that don't know you will know brian ortega very soon uh, yes. in the ufc but um, you knew him here first so
3: there <laughs> yeah, you exactly. go there you go yeah. this yeah. will um, get like two million hits in like a year or so yeah. i think so
5: <laughs> can't wait can't wait uh but brian ortega is a is a local uh local fighter is really um it's a special moment having you in in here because um, this guy is going to be making his debut in the UFC, and it's rare that we have the moment to to catch a fighter and talk with him as he makes this transition right. to the show. And obviously, that is uh, uh, the UFC is the show if there is one. He's mm-hmm. um, two time uh, two time featherweight champion right now, reigning. If I correct me if I'm wrong, with the uh, RFA Resurrection Fighting Alliance and also Respect in the Cage, yeah. which is a great uh, local promotion here. Um, a lot of
3: guys from the RFA tend to go to the UFC right yeah yeah RFA is
5: uh, I, I don't know if it it's
2: we can like eight or nine guys are going from RFA over to the UFC yeah, I don't know don't if we really politically well.
5: uh, in in the best respects a uh, feeder system to the UFC, but a lot oh, of guys yeah, yeah. unofficially have uh, had unofficially. good su- good success there yeah. like Brian needs
6: to leave to the UFC kind of right? Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. yeah yeah nine and0 oh, undefeated and he's mm-hmm. the guys that he has well faced um, are are no jokes, sorry. Eight. Did I get it right? Eight and <laughs> yeah. it- I wish
6: I'm predicting I didn't know July 26. Right
5: <laughs> <laughs> there, you go. Well, um, soon to be 9-0. We, so, we know uh, the future. Yeah, t- talk about this, man. These I, we talked a lot of uh, a lot of fighters locally, but to have this kind of rise that you've had, very similar, quite frankly, to DJ Demetrius Johnson, who also uh, I don't know if he went undefeated by the time he was uh, at, uh, went to the UFC, but you know, very close, maybe one defeat, you know, and as as they say, had a rocket ship up his ass, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> rise to the top. Uh, more more profitable and successful than painful when it's proverbial. So, you know, talk about that. Your your background as a fighter and your, your journey up to this point.
6: Um, I mean, I started training when I was five, you know, because um, mm-hmm. where I grew up was, was I guess, the, the projects in San Pedro. Oh, okay. So my dad, you know, there's always in the projects, you pretty much have Mexicans and, and blacks. Yeah. And so we're always, you know, it's always that fight between us. Right. It's how, it's how it was in the 90s, I guess. What did you,
5: know? you train? What did you do when you were a kid?
6: And um, I had this kind of little attitude as a little kid, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so my dad seen that and he said, man, if this kid doesn't know what to do, he's going to get beat up. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. He goes, he's protecting yeah. you from yourself. So, yeah. <laughs> so he he put me to to go at, in Wilmington. Mm -hmm. it's called Al Martinez kickbox studio Mm -hmm. so I went there and I went from 5 to 13 and I liked kickboxing but it kind of didn't satisfy me Mm -hmm. so I left then I tried baseball which is a team sport yeah (laughs) it's not not quite the same it's not the same (laughs) same it's not the same (laughs) no I was like come on you know I was like I was excited like I caught the ball like (laughs) why you didn't catch it I (laughs) I was like are you dumb you know and then I just not a team sport guy yeah yeah, yeah, unless we're all good. Then I'm a t- Sword guy. When did yeah. you start
5: jujitsu? You've been uh you've been rolling for quite a while.
6: Then thirteen is when I started jiu-jitsu. Okay. So I left I left when I was thirteen, did two seasons of baseball, hated it, and then went to jiu-jitsu. Mm. And ever since then I just I've been there ever since. Mm.
3: Jiu Jitsu and Muay Thai basically as a jiu-jitsu, stand up or boxing more so?
6: Uh more boxing. Okay. Yeah. So I did jiu-jitsu from pretty much turning fourteen all the way till right now twenty three. And boxing for the last five years. Wow!
3: Does it feel amazing being able to say, I entered the UFC at the age of 23? I mean, it's fairly young. You're on the younger side of the guys going mm-hmm. into the UFC, yeah. which means you have a long career ahead of you. So, I mean, how does that feel going in so young?
6: Feels. I mean, it feels good because I think I'm older than what I was going to start before. Before, we had really? a, a talk where when I won that Respect in the Cage title was with my manager, Ed mm-hmm. Soros. Mm-hmm. He said, if you win that title, he goes, We'll probably, you know, we'll see if we can get you in the show. Mm -hmm. At the time, it was a 145 show. Mm -hmm. So I won the title. He said, yo, we're we're good to go. Let's go Mm -hmm. to the show. I said. The ultimate fighter, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, well, that fight, that title fight, the first title fight, I dislocated my shoulder. Yeah. So three weeks out, it was in three weeks, he called me, said, are you ready? I said, no, I can't fight. Mm. So it was like, boom. Mm. I felt like all my dreams got taken Mm. away.
3: Hmm. Now you're back.
6: And then now I'm back, You're ready yeah. for that chance. And then we were talking about that, remember? You were out for almost two years,
2: right? For two years, I was out. No and kidding. I So, you know, I know I've seen Brian, and I'm like, this kid's got skills way back when I'm respecting the cage. And all of a sudden, it's like, boom, off the radar, you know? Right. Out with his shoulder and... and Especially that age, you don't you don't know. It's a lot of kids because he's, he's mature for his age, but a lot of kids are like All right. I can't fight when I do. I'm gonna get drunk mm-hmm. and hang my yeah. friends, and start working at UPS. Right. So uh, <laughs> nothing wrong. I know some guys. With also feel stand up to UPS. <laughs> <laughs> so and then you know, seemed to start training again, fighting again, and that last time for a for the belt. You know, it's the first time I saw you back. And what wow, If you that haven't seen that fight, that title fight it's a five round decision. Yeah. it's a fight of the
6: year. That was, it was the one. Really that in, insane in yeah. January,
5: correct? Yeah. yeah. Aired on uh, Access TV. Yeah, I remember being at that one. Very exciting wow. match. Really, I have to go five back and watch war. it. Yeah.
6: Okay. So uh, I so, want to ask
1: uh, really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you said you had the opportunity at UFC what
6: 145 it was the 145 the,
1: at the house, right? Okay. Now. Uh, Looking back in retrospect, are you more ready now than you would have been two years ago? Absolutely. Okay. That's what I was... It was like a god. It's like had a blessing in disguise it was, in exactly some way. Yeah. It's a yeah.
4: blessing
6: in disguise.
1: And these things can happen
6: for a reason. You never
1: know. And now... It, but just like the
6: well, last fight, it was supposed to fight in Brazil. Mm-hmm. I got ready for that fight. And then it was... I guess supposedly hurt his hand, you know, Diego mm-hmm. Brandao. And now mm-hmm. he's got a fight uh, July, what, 19th mm-hmm. or something against Conor McGregor. Hmm. so that's pretty funny but <laughs> are, are you are you uh, does that uh,
1: looking back on it, it does that give you more confidence now than maybe you would have had before I know you got to, must have butterflies excitement's going through through you it must be well, I had, know,
6: yeah it. I had them for Brandao I was like <laughs> two months getting ready think about it in your head two months training hard getting ready you know had I had to leave my family you know for, for two months not mm-hmm. see no one and live with my friend just so, so no distractions yeah. hmm and then it's two weeks right before the fight, sorry, it's canceled. Mm. And then at the top of it off, it's like, well, stay ready just in case, though, for an extra week. Oh, yeah. that's the worst. We so see you're, it So you're like, okay, the, the fight's canceled, but stay ready in case it yeah. landing last minute. It's, it's not possible, likely, but it might happen. Right.
3: Mentally, that's draining. It sucks. It sucks.
1: Because yeah. Yeah. The, the, the physical, it's there, but the maybe the, the will, the motivation, not there as much as it was before. Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
3: Right.
2: Yep. You don't know if, if it's going to happen. Like, should I stay ready? Like I said, it's hard to stay ready for someone you don't know who they are. Right. right.
6: Mm-hmm. You had the look of a face for yeah, two months. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I mean, not... how to put his, his picture on the baby <laughs> bag. <right>? Yeah,
3: <laughs> for sure. Not knowing that face that you want to demolish, you know. His, and his skills, too. You study them a little bit, i yeah, sure. Yeah, of
6: course. Especially you when them.
3: you get to your level, when you're higher up there, these guys have YouTube videos and stuff of their fights. When, when you're younger, it's hard because, you know, mm-hmm. some of these people don't even have fights that you can watch, but you study, you look at them, and you prepare for that certain person.
6: We pretty much, two months. Yeah, yeah. Two hard months, three, three <clears you throat> know, two to three workouts a day, and then Amazing. it got canceled. But now, like I said, it's another blessing in disguise. Yeah. Yep. At least I don't, I was kind of scared to go to Brazil a little bit. You know? <laughs> Those fans are yeah, crazy, yeah. Knowing the World Cup, knowing I'm American, yeah. knowing all that, so it's kind of a, you know, I, I hear some stories, yeah. how, how um um <laughs> What's his face? Got robbed for everything? Show, oh, show gun. Gun. He yeah. is, He's Brazilian. And he's Brazilian. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he got robbed for everything. Imagine yeah, carjacked. Yeah, imagine if... Just <laughs> find the
1: surfers down there, hang out with them. You'll be fine, <laughs> you know. yeah. Right?
3: Yeah. There you go. So I want to introduce Marcus Cal sitting next to Brian Ortega. These guys know each other from training together, both being fighters in the...
2: Full for respect in the cage Yeah, they well. both fought
3: for respect in the cage. Uh, Marcus Cal is the owner and a trainer at Systems Training Center down in Hawthorne, California. Um... I train there as well to mention. Uh, I think that him and Ian Harris, his uh, head coach of the team they have down there, is probably the largest and fastest growing amateur pro team in Southern California. Yeah.
5: Systems Training Center is definitely a mainstay in the California scene, uh, be it pro or amateur. A Mm -hmm. huge team. A lot of the systems guys fight for for us at the U of MMA constantly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's.
3: It's one of the most active teams.
5: One of the most active and and organized as well. Certainly, mm-hmm. very va- advanced curriculum. You've got uh, pros interacting with amateurs and mm-hmm. uh, those amateurs at different levels. Um, what always impresses me, Ian is Ian Harris is one of those guys that uh, is, is super. Uh, I'd say intellectual about the sport. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that he's fought MMA. I don't know no. what uh, and if any uh, combat training background matches that he had, but. A super uh, a super smart strategist analyst um, always a pleasure to work with very yeah. organized guy he's got mm-hmm. uh, he's got his team in check uh, and and by the same token Marcus you've your background uh, your experience coming there has only helped enhance and, yeah. and organize the team to a well, great Marcus extent. has a
3: background in Kickboxing, boxing, mm-hmm. MMA,
5: yeah.
3: uh, personal training, stunt work on film and television. Yeah. I mean, he's really done it all when it comes to combat sport yeah. and fitness and health. Yeah. So, Marcus, tell us a little bit about Systems Training Center for those of the people that don't know.
2: You know, I uh, I was a general manager of Kramagawa Worldwide for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something I do as well. Uh, and uh, I was looking. It's, it was going in circles. I was going to open a gym with different people. With, um, and then this opportunity came with, with, with Systems. You know, I so, saw you know, I live in Venice. I'm from Sweden originally. I go down to Hawthorne, and I'm like, "Can you swear on this show?" <laughs> yeah. we're on the interweb. What the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I met the guys, and I'm like, "Cause I'm at the same time, I love, I love fighting. Like I grew up boxing. I lived in Mexico for two years. That's the type of gym hmm. that I love training in. Mm-hmm. But from as a business perspective. This, that's not mm. what you want. And then, you know, I met the guys standing. there. I'm like, there's something here, you know? Mm. It's, mm-hmm. and you hear people throwing around the word family. It's a big family. It's a big family. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we hang out when we're not training together. We're hanging out together. We do things together. We go on, we go on holidays together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's one big family and we babysit. Well, I don't have any kids, I don't think, but we, <laughs> <laughs> we happy Father's <laughs> they, Day in that case. The, they, you know, <laughs> but we're babysitting the kids while the guy's yeah. getting ready for his fight, you know? Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's cool. And, and, I trained all around the world. Like I lived in a lot of different countries and mm-hmm. haven't found that. And that's that's what's attracting the people over there I think as well. You know, you we go train at the gyms in other states at times and you go in there and you just see the guys look at you and like, All right, that's the victim today. That's who mm-hmm. we're gonna hurt today almost. Mm-hmm. And everyone that comes in there is like, you know, it's it's it's, it's a one big family, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's
3: absolutely. It's that chemistry when you walk in the gym, it's like that hometown gym. I mean I I'm from New Jersey and I live in Hollywood. And I went down there when I heard about it, and I was like, oh, you know, where where the hell am I as a driver? <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. The best gyms are in the ghetto. <laughs>
6: it's called the streets. Hey, that's true, though. Right? It's yeah, called the streets. It
3: is. Uh, you
6: got the rough streets. and tumble. The well, mean streets. Yeah,
3: and I, I kept driving, and I'm like, okay, you know, I park, I walk in, and I'm like, all right, all right. And then I started training there, and it's like, I've never found a bigger family yeah. to train with. I mean, there's that's over great. 40 people on the team guys girls a lot of girls now yeah. i think there's over like 8 or 8 or 9 girls on the team Excellent. and i mean from beach trips to you know training on the beach to everything they do yeah. everything together mm-hmm. so <laughs> It's I fun. think you can say that there's a lot of prospective UFC fighters on your team
2: absolutely we have uh, so Pedro Munoz who's mm-hmm. on the UFC now mm-hmm. is also RFA he was also respecting the cage champ and RFA champ Right, just had a second fight in the UFC and uh, won by TKO he teaches the jiu-jitsu classes over there mm-hmm. trains with the team and then obviously he represents Black House that's Ed Suarez same manager as Brian and then um, we got Uh, Christos uh, Giagos is fighting next week for the Tachi Palace title. I think he wins that one. He'll be the next one into the UFC. You know Christos well. Very excited for that. That's another prospect. He's 24 years old and he's so athletic. He's the opposite of you when yeah. it comes to jiu-jitsu no no, no sorry no, <laughs> yeah he's not athletic <laughs> no what? when it comes to like so brian is a specialist when it comes to jiu-jitsu his nickname mm-hmm. is t-city triangle city He was everyone in the triangle okay yeah and christos mm-hmm. is the complete opposite you know i think he just got his blue belt into jiu-jitsu
3: muay thai so, guy
2: yeah well and just athlete he taps mm-hmm. brown belts i've seen him tap black belts wow. he put a black belt to sleep because he's so athletic mm. Mm-hmm. So we have to see Chris Lasgoagas in the UFC as well. Definitely, how,
5: I'm curious. Uh, you and Ian, you haven't worked together. I, I assume you've known each other for quite a while, but yeah. this whole uh, this whole new partnership is is relatively new. I'd say in the past year, yeah, less than yeah. two years, correct? Oh,
2: yes. Yeah, it's going to be a year coming up first of July. Wow! Wow! So, um, how has ahead. it
5: been? Tell me, tell us about that partnership, and you know. Uh, minds coming together and guiding all of these guys.
2: Well, you know, it's funny because me and, and Ian known each other for a long time. Ian cornered me for my first, pro, my, no my first MMA fight because I didn't have any amateur fights. Uh-huh. Really? A pro. <laughs> oh, well, I had some <laughs> kickboxing, boxing fights. Right, right. So That's I was like, works. all right. I, he said, Marcus, you know, you should do some MMA. I'm like, well, oh, kickboxing, you know, I've uh, it's not, it's kind of dying, you know, it's a dying sport, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Now, glory is bringing it back. But, yeah. uh, I was dying. I'm like, oh, I still want to fight. So why not? I'll fight. I'll do some MMA. And then he had cornered me for that first fight. Uh, had been in my corner for a couple of fights and we cornered people. I trained with, with uh, all the guys over at PKG, Chad George, all those guys over mm-hmm. there, Mac mm-hmm. Danzig. Um, so then Ian went down to Horton. That was before, way before I had no clue back then that I was going to take over the gym. Mm. And to go over the gym, and it's it's easy, you know, because Ian, like you said, is, you know, he's good at everything I'm bad at, like details. <laughs> like, where's the mouthpiece? You know, who's got the right <laughs> hair, yeah, yeah. thing uh, That is important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I think I'm more, I'm, I'm you know, marketing. Uh, I'm good at promoting for the guys. and right. Ian is a Brambo <laughs> in Jiu Jitsu. He goes Brambo down to Pedro, actually. Mm. Uh, and, um, or good grappling. I'm more of a stand-up guy, coming from a kickboxing, boxing background. So we we function well together. And mm-hmm. you know, he's a big-time stand-up comedian as well. And so are
3: so you. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Let's talk about that too. Yeah, the weirdest thing I, I can still can't quite wrap my head around. we were Although, talking
3: about it before you guys got here a little. This bit This is a
5: fight, gym. With a lot of guys and girls, a big fight team, that unto itself is quite a success.
3: They don't work
1: on
5: their groundwork a lot. They work on their (laughs) stand-up. Apparently (laughs) that's the case. They work on their stand-up and then they work on their stand-up. Systems Training Center, look it up on uh, Facebook, possibly the website as well. But occasionally, correct me if I'm wrong, monthly or so? Every so often? Uh, Bi-monthly. Bi-monthly stand-up comedy shows. At Systems Training Center, the their stage is the boxing ring right there. Lay out a bunch of seats. Both our
1: both guests we got fighting yeah. and surfing. Yes, fighting and stand up. So yeah, go and to, there is
5: a yin and, and yang to go, it, yeah. to be sure. Yeah, but you know, well, I, I thought I stand,
6: up. <laughs> stand up. Yeah, stand up on the
5: board.
3: I would like to see you and Ian go toe to toe in stand up.
5: Oh, how about some roasts? Yeah,
2: <sighs> roasts. That's what? funny. You know,
3: Ian is more very intellectual
2: humor. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely the type that would like you know. I'll, I'll go, I'll roast people. Are and you the Marcus Dice
3: Clay? Y-
6: yes. You
3: don't know want They it, I don't know anything about comedians, and they go, What kind of comedy does Marcus do? And I go, Can I say that? Yeah, just go for you it. Might as well. I go, I don't Wait, Don't know. say
4: it, don't say it, don't say it. Now, okay, say it. Say it. okay, Okay, say it, say
3: it. I was like, I don't know, kind of racist comment. Yeah. <laughs> I just told him a joke. You just
6: told so me a joke earlier, <laughs> and he's
3: like, "What do you mean, racist guy? Like, give us a little more than that." And I was like, "I don't know. I just heard him talking about a bunch of like Swedes." And he's like, <laughs> "He goes, you mean the Swedish?" And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Swedes, Swedish, whatever." I got, I got Thank
1: family you. from Finland, so we're oh, we're
5: he's probably got jokes about them. You can't no, call
3: no, them Swedish. They're called. Swedes. Swedes. We're Swedes. Sweden oh. is the country. Like cactus, cacti? No. Sweden. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not
4: even close.
3: No. <laughs> but
4: it, it jumps on you. Oh,
1: all right, all right, all right. <laughs> then there's no cactus. Uh,
5: there's no cacti in Sweden either. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Was that something that you got from him or vice versa? Or
2: have you been stand-up in training? No, completely separate. Come, he, yeah? So he's been doing comedy and he does a lot of like – he's a, I'd say, like a true comedian. You know, he knows how to do joke. Um, he knows how to do jokes. <laughs> he can do he can do characters and 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 he's been doing it for a long time. Like impersonations. Yeah, yeah impersonations okay. of different famous celebrities. And I lost a bet a year and a half ago. <laughs> oh, I gotta hear this. Gotta hear okay. This somehow it was a lot for some, for some reason comedy and not, it's not a joke and, and fighting like yeah. Kevin Hart no Kevin the, Kevin James Kevin James trains yeah. with boss and his brother uh, uh, Gary I've trained with him and Mike Burton from King of Queens um, a lot of these guys they train martial arts and somehow I said to Mike Burton I think it was I'm funnier than you are a good fighter and it was supposed <laughs> oh. to be he was going to do an amateur fight and I was going to do a stand up show uh-huh. and he's like well I can go hurt there's a risk I'm like, whoa, my, my ego can't yeah. get
4: up. <laughs> his pride his pride is above everything else.
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's tier,
4: even. Tears are universal.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even, I like that. So the, then uh, Sheldon Anderson, another comedian, by the way, to screw me, said, all right, you ready to go? I'm like, I told you i do it before the end of the year. And it gives me 48 hours notice to go up on a Saturday night, 8 p.m. at the Westside Comedy Club, Ooh. prime time, packed house, for seven minutes. Wow. <laughs> that's because it, like, you wow. do, when you do open, when you do open mic, you do three, four three, minutes, four. and you get to try, you know, seven minutes. That doesn't sound like a long time. I when long that fights, yeah, it is. Yeah, it it sounds good. like
3: a long time, yeah. With 48 hours notice. a
2: long time. Did he schedule I yeah, the no, amateur fight? Time. Huh?
3: Did he schedule his amateur fight that night, I hope? No, no,
2: they had none of them at still. Still today. They broke uh, their deal with you. That's uh, like Sheldon hasn't even come and take a class. You're supposed to train. Oh,
3: my gosh. Sheldon.
5: Sheldon.
1: <laughs> Sheldon.
4: On <to> <laughs> We're so, on to you.
1: I've done stand-up and improv. That's a long time.
3: Yes. I mean, that's a
4: long time.
1: It yeah. sounds like
3: there'd be some crickets cricketing oh, if I was yeah.
2: there. Wow. But, <laughs> <she's> <laughs> <immaculate>. <laughs> but it went really, really well. So I got called back. Then I got called up to oh, Flappers. Yeah. Then I was in San Diego with that final one last comic standing. He called me up and he goes, hey, I, I want you to open for me and uh, really? I'm performing actually July 13th at uh, Flappers again for that fan July there 13th you, you heard it
3: from the man himself that's Burbank right no Burbank, Burbank. Yeah. 10 no, minutes that's no
2: joke no it's
3: not but joke. I'm fun <laughs> it's so hard to what, keep
1: up so so now what was scary the first time going out on
2: stage to do stand up or going in the ring oh going in the- doesn't compare. I would. You know what? When I did comedy, everyone's like, "It's apparently, except from death, the biggest fear people have." Mm-hmm. People that's people that never fought. That that say that because I went up there and I said, I said to myself, like, first time I did, I wasn't nervous at all. I'm like, I'm not a comedian. Oh, nice. I'm not supposed to be here. If people don't find me funny, well, f you, I don't have to be right. up here. That's and so I punch you work. out later. Yeah, there's no <laughs> cage, there's no door. I can just go <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, And and so the first second time I got nervous because they called me back and I'm like, wait. You know, now I have to be, now I have to be funny. You mean yeah. I was good? You mean Is I was? <laughs> you mean I was funny? <laughs> so definitely question? fighting, absolutely. Okay, Yeah. First fight. After a while, you learn how to channel it. But it's yeah, no. As
3: a fighter, you find yourself walking through life going, "Well, it's not as bad as fighting. I can do this if I honestly, fall. seriously. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I haven't even had my first amateur fight yet, but I can still talk like one. It's
6: not as bad as being mounted on by a four hundred pound person. What? I would say it's not as bad as being mounted on by a four hundred pound person? Yeah, what happened in surfing. Is this Nothing? an inside joke? Is that joke? what you're saying? Surfing is what's the tie no, in sur- there? Surfing. No, my thing is my worst situation ever in jiu-jitsu was yeah. being mounted on by a four hundred pound black belt.
5: You rolled super heavyweight.
6: Why? Yeah, he yeah. was like three fifty, not four hundred, but you know, he was three uh-huh. something. I got mounted. He had deep hooks in.
5: How do you get deep hooks in when
6: you're 400 I'm telling you, this guy
5: shocked me. I figure We're, the uh, hooks are like the meat hooks that he's eating <laughs> <laughs> while well, he's on top of you because he's got time. Well, there. I've
6: never, I've never met a guy like this in my life. I went to go yeah. do a seminar with Henner with Henner Gracie mm-hmm. in Texas. Stop by to, uh, to oh, do I got a, a little question miniature about that for you by the way. All right. we'll we, did, we did a miniature seminar at a local school there. Mm-hmm. The instructor was about three something black belt. And could do the splits Jeez. in any way. Wow. Nope. I tripped out. And then he asked me to roll, and I said, okay, just don't did let Do you this... have a sumo background? I say I seriously. I have no idea, no? dude. No? Okay. But I said, okay, you know what? Just don't let this guy get on top of you. Yeah. First thing he did, I was so small. He just picked me up, put me down, <laughs> mounted, put his hooks in, and that's it. That was a whole That was oh. a whole match. And then my arms died out from him trying to choke me out. Yeah. That after that after that round that five minute round I didn't spot with no one else. That was my first and last match. Jeez. It really? took all my air out. So okay, now I walk through life knowing <laughs> nothing. Okay. If I survive bad. that, I'm fine. man. Now
5: let me ask. I'm going to switch gears here for a second. I want everybody that's uh, watching or listening <laughs> to this go in YouTube and use the words Gracie Insider Brian gets tasered. Ooh,
6: okay, that's <laughs> a low blow.
5: What in Why? the hell was that about? This is a clip. Brian, i doing my research, double-checked, and sure enough, we were talking about the same Brian Ortega that voluntarily... Uh, with... No, you're going to get
6: the true story right now, not uh, voluntarily. Okay. With right. just,
5: all I'm saying is, I see this guy being held by two of his teammates, and was it Henner or Hiron? No, on the... it was two cops. It was two... Okay, two wow. cops. We did, a,
6: we, did a, we did a law enforcement a seminar. Seminar, Wait, right, let's yeah.
3: See. Go ahead. Is this, yeah. Basically, is
5: this like
1: from
6: The Hangover where they kind of... It's like the same thing. Yes, but it's voluntary. Uh, yeah, voluntary He takes right. two in the back. At, at age 17. Okay.
5: Oh! What?
6: They were, they were brand new, the tasers, you know? They were oh. still they're, And so were you! Know, are you. Because
1: mm. the old ones <laughs> yeah. don't work as well.
6: <laughs> they like, they had the new shooting one, you know? The other oh, ones, okay. they just walk up and tase uh, Sweet. you. Sweet, so what you.
3: happened? Tell the fans. So was, we
6: did a whole seminar, week-long oh seminar. Everything was fine. Thursday night, we were watching the news how some guy died at the airport, how he got shot by tasers. Uh-huh. Mm. Next morning, we show up, and it's Friday. <laughs> we're about to leave, and Harry goes, hey, man. He goes... What do you feel about getting tasered and i and i was joke. i said "Well, do you have a camera <laughs> no. and he goes like to film he goes yeah i said hmm okay <coughs> but I, it was like a, like a okay like let me think about it right he not thought it was okay do it
3: right this second yeah so
6: then the whole we we congratulated everyone on on they all passed you know mm-hmm. and then he tells everyone guys in front of 65 you know police officers. Brian volunteered to get tasered <laughs> So everyone starts clapping. I start freaking out. I'm like, no, I didn't, Henry. No. <laughs> like, no.
3: Stop.
5: You so, said if
6: there was a camera I there. Know. And <laughs> then I see, and I see like, they're, they're, they're really bringing the guns and they're, they're bringing yeah. the whole, the, the cartilage Jeez. and everything. And I'm like, wow, like. <laughs> Did, no i'm not gonna do it right and then this guy starts grabbing putting his gloves on I'm, uh, I'm like dude i said no like don't do it no is no no is no but at 17 you're kind of like shy. except in jujitsu. yeah i was kind of shy and i didn't want to yeah yeah. I don't want to let the at the same time I don't want the fans down, right? All the cops are like, no, I wanna see this guy get down. tasered. <laughs> oh, 17, young and so dumb, I said, okay. Boy. I said, okay, let's do didn't it. I don't
1: want to let the fans down. <laughs> Bro, come on, man. These guys
6: are watching, like, don't back out, kid. Don't uh-huh. back <laughs> out. We wanna see this. You're oh. ready for you're ready for the main stage then. If they want <laughs> yeah. let the
3: fans down right there, <laughs> yeah. I think you'll be fine. He's clearly <laughs> gonna be yeah. a crowd pleaser. So they, tasers, guns, knives. Yeah.
6: So they grab me and then they <laughs> yeah. What did it feel like? Have you ever had a the, a bad, bad cramp that it hurt so bad? Like a charlie? Yeah, imagine yeah. that on your whole body, dude. Oh. Just going down. i like, got a scar on my He keeps so You got chaser? Yeah.
3: What, what, what is this? Is there a connection here? We <laughs> <laughs> got a shot connection, right? <laughs> they're just,
6: First of all, they're just realizing
5: this. And second of all, they're going, hmm, that's good that initiation. Was... Systems Training Center. Yeah, yes. I do
6: the was... five-second <laughs> treatment.
2: Yeah, seriously, five that... seconds, 50,000 volts. It's, Jeez! Uh, wait a minute. Now was what? yours voluntary? Or did you get in trouble? No, I no, I no. no
3: right? <laughs> he was in the Swedish special forces. Swedish. Yeah, mm. but no,
2: this was. I, I'm licensed as a civilian to train law enforcement. It's the same thing, oh. and they had the gun, and I'm like. I bet you I can get those needles off me, and they said no. I'm yeah, saying right. I, I will get them off me. I'm like, you shoot me with get it, what I'll get needles them off. off you? Because you get shot with two needles. Oh, right, right. so right, right, it will now. get send the shocks through for f- for five seconds. Are you right? Superman or what? I I thought I'd be able to do it. <laughs> <I thought> <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> so what they do is, and to mess with me they connected one to my car from one side to the shoulder as so it would run through my whole oh. body
5: so they didn't shoot you they actually connected, they connected
6: first oh the first. connect oh. was cool I
2: heard though yeah, no there was the shooting ones but instead of and these ones they're not, I've tried those they're not that bad but they took the needle ones <laughs> yeah. but instead of shooting it because then they come about this far apart right they put one and they taped it onto me and taped the other one to my shoulder so that it would go through my whole yeah. body and for five, it's the longest five seconds of my life. Yeah. it was every muscle in your whole body tenses up, and then as they let go, I went down and I stood right back up, and I told you I could take it. Oh. And they said
6: shoot it again. I'm like, don't you? <laughs> <that> <laughs>
2: thing. I will
6: kill you.
5: But you like, couldn't pull them
2: out, eh?
6: Absolutely not. no. These no. things that went in, they're like half a. Imagine a fish hook, but yeah. like just like a half a V Ugh. like a straight line and a half oh. a V Like oh, a it goes, fish. it goes in yeah. and it doesn't come out. Oh, oh. So that's why in the video, in the video, you see him go, boom. You just you just pluck it out. Yeah, like yeah. It. So does bolt, it
3: rip your skin open? Yeah, it does. Oh, but,
6: but when it's in there, you but you're happy though once they pull it because out. Because the electricity. Uh, yeah, yeah, you don't care about
3: the the blood that's trickling right. down your leg. You, you you're got like,
6: shot with that volt that voltage. You're like, yeah.
3: how did you think you can pull it out when it goes in? Can't you not even move?
6: That's what I didn't realize.
3: Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought I'd be able to move. I, I knew because I was specially trained. You know, like it Swedish special forces. I
2: thought I'd be able to somehow get my hand over and pull it off. I thought that you, I could do it. I'm you like, you can reach, right? Yeah. I
6: thought I was, was going to keep walking.
5: So what's worse, the uh, seven minutes of stand-up yeah, or the five gonna, seconds yeah, five of seconds. taser? Five that's seconds. Is that
3: so? Or, or, or uh, a title fight. Five seconds. Five seconds. Five <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Goes title to show fight you, everybody. Or, be
1: or the biggest wave in the world's about to annihilate you. What's worse?
3: Does that scare you? As a- The, the big, biggest uh, wave. I'm more scared. I'm scared of that. that mother Nature, yeah. that's one thing, man. My yeah, first time
6: surfing was I was talking like, mad. You know, you I, was talk, I was talking shit. crap. Yeah. yeah, I was talking <laughs> shit. I was like, you know what? I was I was telling my coach. I said, I'll cho- I'll triangle that wave, man. I'll. And it, was, it was at it was, at, it, was at, it was at trestles. It was, it was at trestles. Water. six to eight Water. feet trestles. So this is six to eight feet trestles we're talking about. Yeah. First time ever surfing, yeah. and I'm over here talking shit. Like, you know what? I'm gonna choke <laughs> this wave out. Like, it means nothing. Yeah. I, I've duck dive, you know, before. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> That day, I ended up apologizing to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have a witness. Yep. <laughs> I got... I went over the... It's called over the falls. When you went right over the top, you fall down. And I was stuck when we call the washer machines. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. You're, you're getting like, shaken right, down. Right, 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 right. right. I almost popped up, hoping for breath. And then I got hit yeah, again and got yeah. sucked down again. Oh, no, that's the worst. That's the worst, mm, I, that's I would say, worst. minute of my life. Oh my! God. Popped up, took a deep breath, got hit again.
1: Yeah.
6: Yep. Popped up, luckily the set was over. And I... I Luckily. I left. The, I ditched the board. I yeah. was just swimming with yeah. the leash on my foot, and then I was apologizing. Yeah, I was like, "I'm sorry, guys. I'm, God, sorry, I'm sorry, man. I not ever do this again." Like, I, forgive I, I, I apologize, me. Forgive me for talking shit Amazing. about the ocean. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I got so humbled that day. Ever since then, I've like, I respect Mother Nature. I don't want to mess with it. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sure yeah, yeah, no, Mother yeah. Mother
3: Nature's. I, real quick, I love this conversation, but before we get cut off here, I want to hop back to the rest of our fight coverage
1: absolutely we gotta
3: tell them what happened yeah, with the oh that's right
1: it. we're still fresh at the heels of the UFC 172
3: <laughs> yeah and we're starting again yeah. but you guys were so fun we didn't want to but we yeah. have to
4: where'd we are I think we're at Arlovsky, Schaub uh, quickly split Hello. decision yeah. Uh, yeah. a lot of people had it for Schaub some had it for Arlovsky Shop one. Um, did you, one. Did was, you have
6: shops? Shop. Yeah. That's my boy, man. That we
5: was a yeah. split decision. Pretty what? close. Not a lot happened on that one. That was, uh, as Dana said, the fans lost out on that yeah. match. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Arlovsky, it's interesting. Arlovsky was pretty, uh, seemed, he acknowledged having nerves, you know, about coming back. It was the first. This is a former UFC champion. He's been at the top. Uh, of the UFC, like ten and years ago, right? Yeah. Was, he left about. six years ago. So yeah, maybe uh, yeah. Eight he was out ten for years. six years. Yeah. yeah, came back after six years, and you know, just the nerves were there. Uh, mm-hmm. Brennan Schaub has, I, I guess, he couldn't quite, uh, you know, get activated either. He's faced top guys, other legends like uh, Big Nog and, uh, mm-hmm. and Miracle Crocop, but uh, you know, yeah. wasn't it uh, wasn't a crowd pleaser mm-hmm. that match? No. Yeah. Um, I thought I heard the music. <laughs> uh, I think, <laughs> We're um, go in next here. next one is
4: Ryan Darth Vader against, uh, mm-hmm. Rafael Feijão, which Fajau means bean content. in yeah. Portuguese.
3: Did you just yeah. Google that? Oh, yeah. I googled
4: it like about, about
3: he has a th-
5: yeah, that that was that was pretty one sided. I felt like a lot of these matches uh were very straightforward. Bader versus Cavalcanti. Yeah. Let's jump ahead, talk about uh Rory McDonald versus Tyrone Woodley. One guy just could not get off and the
6: other one yeah, was, I think it was nerve for some reason. What I don't do know. you think about that? Woodley. Beautiful fight. Yeah? Beautiful fight.
3: Yeah. Beautiful fight. I the way, yeah the,
6: McDonald way used, and Woodley. yeah, the way he used yeah. His body. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I didn't Woodley's think, no joke. That wasn't mm-hmm. Woodley's. No. I mean not to make excuses for right. him, but he didn't show up. I've seen yeah, like, I don't Woodley think he did. train better. I've seen yeah, him fight better.
1: Yeah, we've seen him in mm-hmm. action, and we were talking, getting ready, excited for his next bouts, and all yeah. That, and then this was yeah. But no. McDonald just kept
5: him against the cage the
6: whole time. He and pushed him, brought the fight against, him
3: against yeah, yeah, yeah. the cage. He the didn't just
6: sit there like time. all the other guys.
3: And that's the thing that yeah, McDonald does. Forward. Yeah, yeah. I he, I he looked looked the, those vicious that.
1: shots to the head at the end. Yeah, he had a great, great stand up. Waiting for that bell to ring. Oh, here I go. Some of that great
4: boxing, but from Gomar. Off his win, do you give him the title shot? Do you McDonald's? wait? Do you wait to see what happens with Matt Brown against uh? Uh, R- yes. Yeah, you
5: you have to wait and see, obviously. But I really think that on paper, Matt Brown and Robbie Lawler um, has the makings for a more exciting fight. Okay. And frankly, I would rather. I mean, putting on my promoter's hat. I want to market mm-hmm. exciting matches as much as possible. Not to say that Rory doesn't deserve it, uh, deserve it very soon. You know, mm-hmm. he's, it's still he's still a business. You got to sell it.
4: He's
2: still much younger. He's a longer career ahead of him. So right. he can wait a little bit longer. That's yeah.
4: true.
5: Yeah, That's but a valid point. point. I wouldn't want to use that as a criteria. It's That's a fair true. point to yeah, justify no, right. it. But you know, presuming you get the fireworks from Brown and Lawler that you're probably going to get. You right. Know? Robbie or – I'm sorry. Um, uh, Rory. Rory rory has very interesting style he's dominant in the cage um but then his personality is not something that you can tell he's the anti-john dodson mm-hmm. it's yeah. almost like a, a serial kind of killer stoic. motif yeah, yeah. very, very
3: yeah. stoic it it looks like, why? it's a little creepy I yeah said. Like i don't yeah.
4: think i've ever seen him smile mount rushmore <laughs>
5: smiles more than rory <laughs> mcdonald and it's more expressive so <laughs> this cup you know. smiles look at that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now of yeah. course we had the main event France. with yeah. demetrius johnson mm-hmm. Going five rounds with Ali Bagoutinov. What? Bagoutinov.
3: Yep. We found out there's another Johnson. syllable than what we thought in that name. Right.
5: Bagoutinov. Bagoutinov.
3: Okay. Um, again,
5: another clinic,
3: huh? What more can you say about Demetrius Johnson? He is oh. the fastest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He. I. Th- we were arguing about who has the best stamina in the UFC. I said D- uh, Demetrius Johnson. He said… Uh,
4: Benson Henderson. Which
3: is true, but I proved uh. the point that Benson Henderson stays so calm and… And it's a very interesting well, argument, I
4: but
6: think, we, what mighty, what
4: about Masco, more mighty he is Mighty Mouse. Yeah, yeah. Mighty Mouse. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there we <laughs> went to save the day. I hope somebody gets that reference, but <laughs> thankfully, people the Audience is way too young for those references.
2: I was, I was yeah. really surprised. That I was on his tight clinch. That was the <laughs> yeah. main difference. That's what I said. <laughs> I have
3: it in my notes. I, <laughs> awesome dominance with clinching. I mean, because mm-hmm. he, uh, those which of
4: awesome dominance with clinching? It wasn't worded like
3: that. Okay, oh, it's
2: my defense. D. J. Okay, uh
5: you know, working with Matt Hume and, and AMC up in Seattle. Uh, Seattle, yeah. Seattle, yeah. Um, again, uh, much like uh, Ian, um, a great, how many, I'm going to coin a word, strategician. No, that's not it. Strategy.
4: Just guy. do it. Just thank <laughs> you. It's tradition. Well, hey, you they they call me the a strategy magician. Wait a minute, you're
2: you're <laughs> American. You can make up
4: words. <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> there you go. I told you. Let's <laughs> go with that's let's terrible. go
2: with
5: strategist. Strategist. Yeah. I like strategician. Thank you. So, Matt Hume is a master strategist. There you go. Uh, he's brought up DJs since his amateur days, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and that's been something that they've worked on really for a long time. I remember even amateur fights. Uh, Matt Hume and, uh, and DJ, you know, would uh, DJ fought on Matt's amateur show and was his uh, Muay Thai champion for a while. Um, you know, and and the guy just continues to grow and put things together. Matt Hume yeah. is a great coach. Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah seen the it wizard time and time again with his fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ's one of those guys where when guys put their hands down too much, I, I get nervous that they're going to get that one good punch to their jaw, and I'm going to mm-hmm. be like, "You idiot, you should have your mm-hmm. hands up." You know, like the Diaz brothers, you see him once in a while get hit yeah. and they look, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. DJ's that guy that puts his hands down but doesn't get that one hit. Yeah, Maybe it's because he's in a lower weight class and one of those hits wouldn't knock him out as easily as the hey, bigger guy. Hey, speed. Speed. Oh, oh, oh. speed and head, we head movement. We were talking about damage the other day and how, remember, that's you true. told that's me, yeah, the that smaller the guy is less damage to your brain, you know, I could live longer, yay. Yeah. Um. But he also got that
5: footwork and head movement. No, but he has, he has... Ali was not hitting him. He was not tagging yeah. him at all. But he Couldn't wasn't giving that. up.
3: Yeah, you know how frustrating it's, it is swinging mm-hmm. at someone that's not there all the time
5: mm-hmm. and still
3: staying for twenty five
6: minutes. Not okay. uh, hey, what you can't see.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, Did you guys watch <laughs> the entire card last night? Yeah. What What did you think uh, as a
2: whole? As the As a whole, view? yeah. Uh, it's a lot of like obviously the 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 Brazilian champ. What's his name? I can't remember uh, who who uh, won Ultimate Fighter. The uh-huh. um, on the undercard.
3: Oh. Oh, we just the,
2: sorry it. on the Canadian, not Brazilian. what I'm saying the. When he just he took the he, he caught the he caught kick and then threw back, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of TKOs, which is which is mm-hmm. which is fun, but mm-hmm. in, not in the ordinary fashion, like just beating someone up, and, and it was like bam, like it was, it was it was flashy, it was nice.
3: Okay, yeah, Th- that's what I was expecting out of Tyron Woodley.
4: Yeah, yeah, that, I agree. I thought that was going to be such an explosive fight. Yeah, when
3: I watched, we watched him last time. We did coverage on his last fight. I. I Picked him out and was like, "Oh my God! Like he's now one of my favorite fighters mm-hmm. to watch." Yeah, I remember seeing that. Time, I was that like, was
1: when we were in this studio. It was, that, yeah. it
3: was. I was comparing him yep. and my friend Hector Lombard. That's
1: right. <laughs> yes. Saying uh, how
3: dream match, dream match.
0: We
1: yep, I might yeah. still see
3: it. Except so I trained with both of them. They're all going to kill me when they want. Me. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Well, I didn't pick a favorite though. No, you did not. No, okay. Oh yeah, we I, stayed, I stayed uh, yeah. neutral on that. Mm-hmm. So,
4: so with Dotson kind of coming off that victory and DJ winning, just. Natural matchup, put them together. Uh, yeah, yeah, I
5: definitely would do that. I it's marketable. It's two guys that are really fun to watch. I know we've seen uh, we've seen the match happen already once, but that's that's what's out there for DJ, in my opinion. He was yeah. talking a little bit about uh, uh, super fights, and when Barao was champion, that would have been something possible to work towards because both Barao and DJ had more or less cleaned cleaned out at least the top five mm-hmm. in their respective weight classes. But now with Dillashaw, in my opinion, again going back to the the matchmaker's hat. TJ Dillashaw just won the title. Um, super matches, you you really want to do more so when you've got nobody else to do. You know, two guys are so dominant, and um, you move you move towards that creative booking. But mm-hmm. in this case, TJ Dillashaw now has a full top ten for him to go through. You yeah, know? and so given that uh, run first, before yeah, you do yeah. And Dodson you know? looked good, so I think it's fair to. Yeah. Uh, I
4: but- mean, he lost, but I think sometimes a loss is probably the best thing that can happen to you. So. We'll see how he does if he uh, fights yeah.
3: again. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. Yeah, I don't, don't know, know about that. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, you
4: look at GSP and look at Cain Velasquez. I mean, they lost, and then after they lost, it's like, whoa, Can't I didn't I see. Better yeah they yeah. Ke- they came back it's like they know what to do, what they did wrong yeah. and they know that that's never gonna happen ever again
3: yeah. you're gonna learn either that's way learn
4: from losses well I mean look actually. it came to loss because the, yeah. the guy has lost one time and the guy's just been a machine since then so yeah, that's yeah, what it it I meant it wakes you,
3: you up, yet, yeah. wakes you up it's a wake up call yeah. it you know lets you regroup and almost go back as much and as a wave hitting you restripegize
1: <laughs> almost but
3: I don't want to get cut off before these guys get their shout outs so Marcus Brian anything anywhere we can follow you we're systems
2: training center Sisters Training Center is in Hawthorne. It's on sisterstrainingcenter.com, Facebook, Instagram, everything else. But we also have a sister school now. We have Gracie Bahain and Sino. Nice. That's, uh, Literally right down well. the street. Literally down there. 17269 Ventura Boulevard. It's down the street. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, we have you know we have former UFC fighter, uh, Jarry Papasan, teaching Muay Thai mm. there. And former WEC champion, a UFC fighter, ultimate fighter uh, the ultimate fighter vet, Gabe Rudiger, teaching there, mm-hmm. there as well. Godzilla. So. Godzilla,
4: nice. And then Flappers,
2: and Flappers, 13th of July. And then I just want to see for you, Because Brian is home. We'll probably want to say to himself. Make sure you ch- check him out, yeah. and when he f- makes his debut for the UFC, very exciting. Fighter. Absolutely,
5: July 26th on the uh, undercard of Robbie Lawler and Matt Brown, which yep. is going to be. Uh, it's it's going to be Fox. on Fox. That's Fox. A cool no, I think card it's going to gonna be. On. be on, no, yeah. I think
4: it's going to be on Fox. Is it Fox? Card? I think it's Fox, Excellent. right? Fox, yeah. So which means like let's say let's say he has a cool knockout, you might get that. Inserted into that Fox card. Uh-oh. Yeah, you never know. Cool, Uh-oh. you never know.
3: <laughs> I will make sure that if we cover that, we will definitely talk mm-hmm. about oh, your fight, big time. Maybe yeah. we
4: can have him. Back.
3: Well, yeah, I'm, ha- I'm
6: happy to be on that card. I'm kind of happy just to go watch Lawler fight. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's in, <laughs> it's it's in San Jose, right? Let me, yeah, San, Jose. San, Jose. San Jose. Let me fight. Yeah, Let yeah. me go watch the fight.
3: You'll, be, <laughs> you, you'll get done. You'll shower probably, and then you'll be. But then right we'll up go there. chilling over there. So if he wins, you win. You guys can go have some drinks together. Yeah. Well, it
1: was great. Yeah having you here obviously we're never going to see you in here again because once you hit the big time you know we're, we'll be forgotten so <laughs> no, it's great right. having you here huh <laughs> what okay I'll remember <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah, we, ha- we have it on video
4: that you said you would, uh, yeah,
6: won't
2: down, forget man. us, so. Don't forget for us oh, little nice. guys. anything
6: else to your fans oh. are we? yeah. Follow, follow me up have, uh, Brian T City okay. on Instagram and that's it Twitter
3: alright
2: Marcus Colwell on Twitter systems Instagram training Facebook center. systems training center great Twitter Instagram Facebook blah blah chrisclass.com
4: Chris chrisclass.com daryaray.com <laughs>
3: systems training center
5: University of MMA uh, is coming back on August 20 uh 24th it is and also mom make sure dad sees this one uh what Winnie Fujinji Oh, what's,
2: Hi, it, what's the guys day. name no no what's the guys name uh, the, the the day. Uh, LinkedIn father's
6: guy day. <laughs> they wanted oh, to say happy fathers out
3: day Wes.
2: shout yes. out to west shout
4: to west happy fathers day happy fathers day
2: That's Brian.
3: Happy Father's Day, Dad. I love you. See you
0: next time. Thank you, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of Afterbuzz TV.